away a line drive kick is Sam Martin Gibson runs under it at the jet 35 starts to his left gets to the 40 turns the corner at the 45 50 blockers in front at the 40 at the Bills 30 inside the 20 stutter steps to the 10 to the 5 touchdown it's a jet touchdown this game is over what a way to end Monday night football Gibson's gonna take this one back 63 yards for the touchdown. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. Jets Discord podcast. As always, I am your party host, Joe Rivera. And along with me, as always, is my astute, educational, incredibly handsome co-host. Uh, he's the number one Jets fan in the world. None other than Matt Solard, aka Kingsless. Let's say hello, my friend. Man, it's a good work on the intro, man. Listen. It's, uh, doing doing what you can to get the vibes right. Listen. To, to change the uh, change the feeling. I'm Maybe not. I'm wearing all black. It's um, fine. Dress maybe more of the, the beginning of the intro than the end of the intro, but, but it's Listen, all good. <laughs> as Jets fans, we've only ever had one option, and I'm going to take it from the last of us. Survive and endure. That's it. Nothing changes. Absolutely nothing changes. And, and you know what? I think Brandon Tierney, who is in that intro, and listen, sports talk radio is sports talk radio, right? But I love when the passion comes through because when you were five years old, when you were six years old, whenever you became a Jets fan, you didn't think of all this team building stuff. You didn't think of this cap stuff. You didn't think of this, any of that. You thought of wins and losses, baby. And that was it. And I did too. And there's only two options, man. There's only two options. You could be the guy who mopes and dooms and and sits and pouts over everything. Or you could be the fan who makes the best of what happens over the next 16 games. And that's it. Those are the only two options. And, and I know it's going to suck to watch Zach Wilson suck. And I know it's going to suck to wonder what was, especially with this defense, man. But let's go. Like, we have no other options. This is it. This is your twenty. This is your 2023 Jets. And that's depressing to some people, and that's fine. But I choose not to look at it that way. I choose not to look at it that way. So that's my preamble. Hopefully people get jazzed up. I'm, I'm ready for the rest of the season now, man. I'm ready for the rest of the season. It's going to suck in some spots, but you never know. Maybe the football gods give us something, you know. So, well, hey, I don't and, know. and I'll, I'll say, and and we could go name by name down the list, but I can tell you, coach is preaching that message. How 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 many times have we seen a Jets team die on the field? Yes, 
at the first face yes. of adversity and, and no, no bigger adversity than that. Right. And yes, the boys played hard, right. It wasn't pretty. It was certainly not on offense. It wasn't pretty, but the boys played hard. They brought it home, got us at least feeling a little bit good coming out of that fourth quarter, coming out of overtime ending the night on a high and yeah, shout out. There are a lot of bros from jets discord out at the game. There are a lot of fans out at the game, despite the weather, despite the rain, I'm glad that all the folks that showed up, showed out for the Jets got to witness something good at least. Yes. It wasn't listen, all man. bad. It wasn't listen, all bad. It wasn't, it wasn't all bad. And and it's it, it's very much a vibe of when uh when the battle lose the war, right? I get it. Because your ceiling is drastically lower with Zach Wilson or whatever quarterback, whoever is going to be playing quarterback this season, right? Exactly. I get it. Yeah, it's gonna be whatever, whoever it is. I get it. I understand that. But listen, this defense last year kept them in a lot of games. And Zach was the quarterback for the majority of the games last year. And maybe he figures something out like that's best case scenario. Probably not. I mean, the jury's the jury's back with the verdict on Zach. Like it's pretty obvious that he sucks. He's not going to wash away two years of really bad tape and whatever he does over the next six or seven weeks. Right. And chances are it's probably not going to be good. Because you're facing you're facing a Cowboys team this upcoming weekend that's out for blood after what they did to to the Giants. You're facing the Chiefs. You're fa- like it's it's not going to be. You're facing the Patriots, yeah, which like Patriots with which, Zach Wilson after which, we just talked about. Oh, it's yep. going to be nice having a veteran QB and not playing with that handicap yep. for the yep. first time ever. Yep. So listen, man. Again, you have two options. You could be the guy who who doesn't want to deal with this and mopes and dooms which is fine. It's your prerogative. I don't want to tell anybody how to fan. You can be the guy who just buys in, just buy in and make the, be- make the best of it. Right. So, all right. So let's, let's start with the runway rundown and <sighs> ugly game. Still a win one and oh, one and oh, and you were right. Jets took it to the, <laughs> I can't say it with a straight face. The jets took it to the bills, man. It wasn't the way that we envisioned it, but you forced three turn four turnovers. Four. Four turnovers from Josh Allen, three interceptions and a fumble. And wow, you fell on a fumble. If that wasn't a sign of like some modicum of luck for this franchise, right? But man, on that on that fumble, right? I think the the clip went kind of viral of catching Gino on the mic with Aaron Donald coming down the pipes. Like, uh, oh my God, you know, yeah. and I was like, in that moment, that's gotta be Josh Allen seeing Michael Clut. Like he bobbles the snap, he looks yep. up, you, you see Michael staring <laughs> down on you. He's got the he's got the bat. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's gotta be listen, that moment. Clemens falls on it. Yep. I mean I don't, I don't even know what to say about this game, man, because we full disclosure, I didn't even do notes for this episode because I just wasn't in the right headspace. I was all over the place today. Emotion. I think Evan Roberts on the right on the radio said it perfectly. WFAN too. He said, I'm just so confused. I'm so confused because you see the makings of a special defense, but offensively it was just so the passing game was just ugly and let's you know, Rogers, I get it. But even in his very, very limited sample size, it didn't look pretty either for Rogers. No, it he, didn't. he was holding the but every each of his uh, three of his pass, all three of his passing snaps, he was holding the ball, and that's very unlike Rogers. So, uh, any any major takeaways from yesterday's game, Sliz, that you know, give you good vibes, give you bad vibes, anything at all? So I'm gonna start on defense and not offense because I think a lot on offense wasn't super pretty. I mean, I feel like on defense, there's a lot of positives. Certainly the the defensive line, even with a, a relatively quiet night from Quinn and even with the bills coming out intentionally trying to mitigate our guys up front, right. With a lot of quick passing, a lot of stuff to the flat, a lot to tight ends, trying really just to, to slow down the rush, let Allen get into a groove. You saw a lot of good on defense from from guys that the fan base at large was critical of last year. I, I mean, certainly topped with Jordan Whitehead and and a career game for him, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think they said on the on the the TV broadcast he's never had more than three picks in a season in his career, and he he gets three in one night. Yeah, we turned the ball over multiple times. You had Quincy Williams playing like a linebacker possessed, right? It's like man. He he was doing all the downhill stuff and he was doing the other stuff that he, he never does, right? Pretty pretty sticky in coverage, sideline to sideline. 
awesome game for he was him. All over, he was all over the place, man. Yeah. He was all uh, over the speed was apparent. We we saw Jermaine popped a little bit. Bryce Huff played more than just situational snaps and did well in the in those snaps. Like there's a lot to take positives to take away on the defensive side there. I think you got to look, of course, to Gibson on the highlight you showed kind of in the intro there. Certainly added a spark or special teams in general. And and not all those Greg Zerline kicks were pretty, but they all got through the uprights. Um, special teams was a phase that that we we won in. Um, and then on offense, I mean the the big shining hero outside of you had the Garrett Wilson miraculous catch on one <laughs> Zach trying to be Aaron Rodgers and throwing one of the worst possible throws in that moment and and Garrett making a miracle out of it. But Brees Hall man and I think it was very clear not only just on the 80 yard run but on that opening opening handoff where he took it 20 30 yards there he he's not 100% like it's very obvious he doesn't have that he doesn't have third, the burst yet he doesn't have that third gear um they they limited his touches Dalvin Cook did get the bulk of the snaps but Brees was at risk of undermining my brand here, Brees was pretty special yesterday, right? He he was vision wise was finding everything. Mm-hmm. He was making the right cuts, and man, if if over the next couple weeks, next month or two, if he gets that gear back, that the Jets need that, right? That's <laughs> really. We Desperately. need that. So, I mean, the, those are kind of the the big heroes there uh, on both sides of the balls. I don't know if there's anyone else I missed maybe that you want to shout. Certainly uh, not Nicole Hardman. Yeah, yeah, Nicole Hardman, zero snaps. And I have a cousin who's like swears by Nicole Hardman. But I'm like, dude, he's, he's he hasn't shown you anything as an NFL player. Like, I'm a little surprised that he didn't get worked in a little bit more. Um, I wonder how much of that is – once Rogers goes down, how much of that you have to reignite the playbook in some way. But at the same time, it's like you would think that you would use your gadget guy a little bit more to help Zach, right? After, after uh, Rogers goes down. So it's like, I, I don't well, know, man. I but. think in, instantly you saw the big Delta between a Mike LaFleur type offense and what we're going to get with Hackett, right? With Hackett, it was, hey, we're going heavy. We're going two tight ends, two two running backs, maybe three tight ends and a running back. And we're more or less playing straight up. We're attacking gaps more type of inside the tackle type runs. Whereas you saw a lot of that with Mike LaFleur with Zach in there of, hey, the vertical stuff's not working. We're going to do a lot of horizontal stressing, a lot of end rounds, a lot of motion, some orbit, some throws to the flat. We're, we're going to try to stress you horizontally because we can't vertically. And and with Hackett, it was kind of more a hey, bite down on the mouth guard, take the gloves off and, and we're coming at you, which mm-hmm. when you have Mekhi Becton, when you have ABT on that right side, that's that's not the worst thing in the world to do. Um, I know P, PFF grades, Jeremy Rucker graded out miraculously as a run blocker. Yep. So it's like you feel real good if you have those three guys kind of lining up on the right side, teeing off, and and you're gonna get you're gonna get positive on that side of the ball. Right. Um, but yeah, you That's saw a big difference just schematically how we're gonna and and you wonder how that'll adapt now that we do have a game plan around Wilson moving forward. Right. But certainly with with that two high shell that the Bills play, you're you're already challenged to attack vertically with two very good safeties and, and Hyde and Poyer. You have Milano in the middle who's a, a true sideline to sideline guy. And, and you Trey White's a little bit cooked, but you do have a, a corner. You have to respect a veteran guy that, that, that too high shell system has taken the league by storm the past couple of years to limit big plays, to limit the Mahomes and the Joe Burrows from just chunk yard plays down the field. And, I think you saw an example of a team not doing that maybe in the, the chargers and letting, uh, letting Miami kind of run wild there. Right. Yeah. But um, some of it's our scheme. Some of it's what we're going to do with Zach. Some of it is what the defense kind of forced us to do. And yeah. we did just enough. Um, probably, probably not enough. It took four turnovers for us to kind of match the offensive output, but you take it, man. It's a dub. Listen, I know you don't want to hear it, and he was bad. We're gonna have to cope Zach here, though, man. That's just part yeah. of what we're gonna have to do. Part I, uh, of what we're gonna have to do. Shout out! Shout out to Spence. He threw up uh, some Justin Fields QB school 
the hour long and and it wasn't just Justin Fields it's the Who's whole the entire Bears that. offense man that yeah. that's got me feeling a little bit better watching that yeah. tape of like okay we we can we I can I can suffer through Zach after watching that I think Zach finished the game like eight of eleven in the second half I want to say with the touchdown so I don't know like ugly interception it was, it was, man ugly yeah that was it was bad and I heard I forget who it was today that that mentioned it but they had said that. They think that Zach just did just absolutely just didn't see him like he was behind an offensive lineman, just totally hidden. And he thought he had him wide open over the middle, but clearly that wasn't the case. So I I don't know, man. I mean, we're gonna just have to go with Zach this year. Like it, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Because and- none of these guys that have been rumored, Chad Henney doesn't excite you. He does nothing for you. The only guy who maybe makes sense is Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan is washed. Like okay. he's washed, no washed. He's just washed like his he's got no arm anymore. So it's I, like I am, I am as anti kicking the tires on Kaepernick as there is. Kaepernick would be a better option than that. Just Ryan, Matt Ryan is just he's got no arm anymore. I think that's what it comes down to. It, and, like realistically, you've had Zach in the building and there's no guy out there available in free agency, certainly, but even probably available via trade that has the upside. And, and I know that's a tired word for Zach specifically, but it, it's reality, right? You have to just roll it out, see what it is. It kind of up, it, it moves your timeline forward. You, you didn't think you'd have to cross this bridge probably till yeah. 2025, in which case we're probably on a bridge type contract with Zach anyway. That it, it just allows you to eval now and then. The silver, the silverest it's of the lining. silver is silver lining. Yep. Uh, I know exactly where you're we going. Keep, we keep our first round pick next yep. year now and you'll know, right? Yes. You'll know. And certainly we're in September where we two into college football, things change. People don't know anything. Just the combine in itself can change the whole equation, but there's some guys that could be in this draft. So you, you, it's not, it's not the worst timing to have to figure it out to be forced to figure it out and you'll 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 know you'll know pretty quick whether or not it's going to come together it's what i said it's it's almost something of a blessing like it's not a blessing to see rogers get hurt and your super bowl dreams go kaput for the most part right but like now you have the somewhat unwanted third year of zach and you force him into this elongated audition and you say to yourself, all right, kid, this is it. It's, it's do or die now. If he sucks, then you're that's it. Like you're done. You don't have to worry about it anymore. And probably Hackett's gone. It, it really depends how the season plays out. If Rogers decides he's coming back, like, you know, whatever. But then you get to take another swing. If you trust Joe Douglas to take another swing at quarterback or left tackle, right? <laughs> well, that's part of that's, it, right? Yeah. Do, do you? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, listen, hindsight's always 2020, right? I think that when you look at Justin Fields now and Mac Jones turns out to be the second best quarterback in this class, ultimately. Right. But like, was Zach was still the right pick at the time, you know, like I I always fall back on what Jordan Palmer says regularly, right. QB really personal organizations. Yeah. Organizations fail quarterbacks more so than the other way around. Not saying, Not not saying that Zach wouldn't have busted anywhere. I think, we've seen enough out of Zach and and he's been historically bad. Right. And and you don't even have to go outside the organization. You compare him to Sam, you compare him to Gino, you compare, I guess right. Hackenberg's maybe a different case, but like he can't even hold a candle to Gino and, and Sam and, and earlier Sanchez. Right. And, but there's something to say, and, and that's where maybe you feel bad about us going into 2024. It's like, man, is, is Sala going to be here if he's here? Do we feel good about this offensive staff that was really somewhat FORs and, and Rissamini vocab, friends of Rogers, right? Like right. you didn't bring this staff in to develop a guy. Um, you you probably don't don't like the system or, or trust the staff to develop a guy if you're drafting one in. Do you trust Joe Douglas after whiffing on Zach, after whiffing on almost every single offensive line investment he's made as GM to really cement that side of the ball. It, that it, that's tough, right? It's right. tough to foil. If you do fire and, and you're in it for the rest of the guys, it's their third system in thir- three years. 
there's a lot of moving pieces, but yeah, there's a lot of questions to be a- answered in another 17 weeks, yeah. right? We're, or we're on the Dallas, right? <laughs> right, we're on to Dallas, man. We're on to Dallas. It's going to be an interesting game, to say the least. So, so, so the one thing that I want to say I was underwhelmed by it, but and and you know they got to Josh Allen, but the pass rush. What did you make of the pass rush, specifically Jermaine Johnson? He he did have that sack where he really exploded around the middle to prevent Allen from taking off, which was cool to see that speed, that closing speed. But anything from the pass rush you can take away from this weekend? Yeah, I think especially early, a lot of folks were really down on how we started off. Uh, that that I don't think was as much what we were doing so in so much as what the bills knew they needed to do to mitigate it. Right. And, yep. and I mentioned it, they did a lot of quick passes, a lot of three steps, a lot of shotgun ball in my hand, ball out of my hand. De- Deontay Hardy, I think had three targets or three touches within the first two drives, which is cl- I he's clearly not going to be a guy they run their offense through. Right. Right. So that, that tells you right there what, what they knew they wanted to do early to settle it down, get the, get the chains moving, slow the pass rush down a little bit. Um, I think you saw it evolve throughout the game. JFM had a, a monster game in totality. Quinn was a bit quiet, but we did a lot of, a lot of stunts. We, we, we put pressure on the pocket made Josh uncomfortable. And I think you can see that attributed to most of his interceptions, certainly the fumble and being a little happy hands on that too. Um, I don't know. I I thought the pass rush was fine. Certainly it wasn't maybe the dominant 15 sack performance. Some folks were expecting, but it's also Josh Allen. It's the bills. It's a respectable offense, right? You're you're not going to rack up stats like that on a good offense. Any concerns? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say any concerns with sauce. Well, no. So on sauce, no, it's, and I've, I've been saying it in discord more not to doom, but it's just the reality of the position, right? Cornerback. uh, Of all positions is very variable, right? Jalen Ramsey has bad games. That's the reality of it, right? Prime Jalen Ramsey has been top, top corner for a couple of years. He he's had bad, bad games, bad stretches of games, largely good seasons. The thing that really was just wor- the worst part about Sauce was probably that one really bad missed tackle on the sideline. Yeah, it happens, especially when it's slick. You you don't want to see that. You need to at least slow him down. But um, all in all, no, I thought it was fine. Re- the one the one deep deep route was really just a nice route combination. Maybe kind of a little bit of a clear out maybe a little bit of a pick um certainly not something that's ever going to get flagged but no i'm you you can't worry about zach there or sauce there can't worry Uh, plenty about zach what i did worry about was that last drive in regulation man and us maybe seeing blood a little bit blood in the water with all the cornered blitzes a lot of six-man rushes i'm i'm hoping that got it out of our system and we learned the lesson there and stick to our identity which is letting our elite guys up front get after the ball and playing heavy on the back end and, and making them beat us. Right. But I mean, you never want to see like the the Rex, some of the Rex years were notorious for that, right. For being unable to close games. Like, um, we saw it in year one of solid too, not being able to get off the field. Yeah. 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 I, I feel like last year was significantly better lots of games where, you know, you put it on the defense and say to yourself, all right, go win us the game. And they did. And you never saw, you never saw them get out of their DNA. They never got out of their element. They never got out. of, And that was good. So listen, like you said, I hope this is like the one instance where, okay, you just get out of your system, you know, play your four guys, put your NASCAR package, whatever you want to call it out there, get after the guy, play coverage. You have a, you have a very good secondary, especially if Jordan Whitehead is this, I mean, he won't be, but you have an excellent secondary and you can fit, you can piece that together, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I will say a, a guy in, in it's week one. If you look around the league, week one's weird. Right. But right. So con- concerns, not the right word, but maybe a little underwhelmed by his week one showing has to be Tony Adams. I thought he mm-hmm. was clearly the worst guy on defense Rusty um, of the start. My cope, my cope I, is that he was rusty. Yeah. And, and, 
in coverage and without looking at the all 22 it's hard to know like in coverage he really didn't stick out which is uh, is a good thing right um but man some of his some of his angles and run support were bad there there were i think two or three straight plays where he just took awful awful angles and and that's something he'll grow and mature at but there is one one run kind of up the gut he came down for the run fit from the the high safety spot he he got dragged by james cook like two three yards i was like oh man dude you gotta you gotta hit the weight room a little bit so Mm -hmm. not what you want to see but that happens but really the angles the angles on especially some of the outside stuff near the sideline that's that's what worries you the most that's what honestly that's what got ashton davis benched once upon a time right two three years ago with bad angles as the last guy of defense so you you can't have that again hope week one not gonna over panic there it does make you maybe question why he didn't play a little bit more in the preseason like we talked about but hey it you hope it gets better and yeah if you're gonna get that out of whitehead and and you saw that you saw the opportunities there for him last year yesterday he just converted and actually caught the ball right so it's like hey if he's going to catch the ball he's going to be an all pro at, the, at certainly at this clip right yeah so so you let's play pop quiz you, you want to take a guess at who had the top pass rushing grade on defense i'm not looking at the pff grades right next to me top pass rushing grade on defense was it was it is that why everyone's popping off about the Solomon Thomas reemergence? Is that no, who it was? no, no, nope. Will McDonald? Nope. I don't know who was you it. ready. You ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Quentin Jefferson? Right. Nope. DJ Reed. DJ Reed. <laughs> Corner blitz. <laughs> <laughs> with, with with one whole pressure. DJ Reed. Man. DJ Reed. So Quentin Jefferson was all right too yesterday. That's right. He, he had a he had a couple pressures. He had, how many sacks did they give him? Like Josh Allen like fell out, like belly flopped over on that one, just like tripped over his own feet. I don't know if they get who they gave that sack to. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Sorry, the screen is not cooperating the way it should. But okay. yeah, they gave it to Jefferson. It looks like yeah. too because he had the but, one one nice sack and then the cleanup on the the trip. Hey man, yeah. I mean, listen, you you make the most. You make. <laughs> Thanks, Vampiron. PFF for hands. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, sorry. I did, it, was, it was something that we did on the fly here. It didn't work the way I did, I'd imagine. But, hey, man, I, I it's hard to be disappointed with the way that the defense performed this weekend, right? I mean, I'm, I'm you know, Monday night. It's You get the three interceptions. You get the four turnovers in total. It's just that's, that's, that's what this team is going to need to do this yeah. year to keep the offense in games because I mean, they haven't been a team that's forced turnovers in years past. So they're, they're going to need it. They're going to need what they get 13 points off of turnovers this game. So it's like, yeah. Uh, and you're going to need the, the Brees hall half of efficiency in the run game, not the Dalvin cook half of efficiency. And Dalvin was, he was all right early, but man, it, it was a slog and you see that in his yards per carry, right? His, his overall efficiency numbers. He, cause he had several, you know, eight, nine, 10 yard runs earlier, which tells you that the, the, the next eight or whatever were either backwards or nowhere because yep. his, his yards per carry tanked down. I think it was two and a half yards per carry on 13 carries. Mm-hmm. That, that's not good folks. That's nope. not good. That's how, that's how you get Zach. And, and man, it, it sucked, right? Even not, not to, certainly not coping for Zach, but I think out of his first three drives, he was behind the chains on all of them. Not, not due to his own doing, right. You'd have a hold or a false start or something, just something stupid. Right. And gets you behind the chain. That's not where, that's not where we're going to need to live in order to be successful with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Right. He's not bailing us out of a lot of third and long second and longs. It's going to be to get Zach, I think to operate efficient, efficiently, it's just going to have to be run the ball, play action, let him rip it. That's it. Single what, read, like that's it. I don't. What, and and I don't know I, what else you do. Uh, yeah, and I've talked about like just personnel wise, you, you got to force two tight ends, but we, I I don't think we can be trotting Randall Cobb out there, man. Like at all. Huh. If you're gonna play a slot guy, get the get the UDFA in. Let uh, let him show the wheels off. Get Gibson in there. Yeah. I, I I don't think Cobb is is the answer, man. <laughs> I, 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 
I, I think, oh, hold on, before we get to Herberine, brand new viewer. Herbo has joined the chat. Sensational, sensational. Thanks for joining, Herb. Social um, media viewer. <laughs> um, you know, it's the, the thing is that's that's also especially bad about the Rodgers injury is that you sign these guys who have chemistry with Rodgers, right? And now you don't have Rodgers and you're going to have to make it work with Zach and Randall and Randall Cobb or Zach and Alan Lazard, which well, they, they seem to work well, pretty well together. But with, with Cobb and Lazard, right? It's not, you're not getting guys. You're not having Miami out there where you have yeah. Tyree kill and Jalen Waddle and you're, you're thrown to open guys. You're thrown to spaces, right? Mm-hmm with Lazard and Cobb and, and even our tight ends to a certain extent, right? You're throwing anticipation based on where you know they're going to be based on a ton of repetition with them. You're throwing them open in large part, especially referencing Lazard and, and allowing him to use his frame to win. Um, kind of the opposite of what you saw in the Garrett Wilson touchdown pass, right? Certainly not throwing them open there. Um, yeah, it's going to be an adjustment for everybody. Um, before we move on, so do you have any any closing thoughts on this on this game before uh, we move on to this week's Top Gun? Well, Google's got a good question. Why why me. why does Hardman have why why did Hardman have zero snaps? I think it's the transfer. I don't certainly do not think that was the plan at all going into the game. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a true jet sweep gadget package that they wanted to use. And based on how that Bills D line was kind of abusing right and Dwayne Brown was bad Lakin Tomlinson was awful Makai was good pretty good in the run but he he got cooked on a couple inside moves and one-on-one in in the past rep game um I don't think we had any faith in Zach pushing the ball downfield I don't think we had any faith in our offensive line holding up to allow Zach Wilson to push the ball down the field. I think that's, so I, I, think I almost feel just, like that's the bigger thing. I think they just scrapped the deep ball package and I would have loved to, just something to stretch them, right? Something to stretch them out. Take it on, on first and 10, just take a shot down the sideline, even if it's a kind of an arm punt throwaway. Um, but also a reference to it. Football's a game of matchups, right? You're not just playing against NPCs. You're not playing against pylons. You you go into the game with a game plan based on what you know and expect the opposing defense to do, and the opposing defense plays too high shell. They're challenging you to move the chains consistently underneath. They're taking away the deep ball, so yep. it's kind of a combination of all that, right? Yep. Uh, you know, says so I, I. The one thing before we move on that I was thinking of and speaking to the no faith in Zach was the three consecutive runs that we had in the so-called gold zone, not letting Zach before we kicked a field goal. I, I forget what the score was at that point. I think it was a, I forget what it was. It was that to go up three at the end? I think so. Yeah. And, and it was, it's just three not creative three rushes. Yeah. Not creative runs either. It was very much like a, maybe they break it for the end zone, but it was just very much like they didn't trust Zach at all to not throw an interception in that spot. Yep. And and that's scary. That's a scary thing. Thank you, Spencer. Tie 1313. Yeah, that's a scary thing. That's a scary thing. So it's going to be a ride, bud. It's going to be a ride. It's going to be a ride. Another, right, year, another year of ugly Jets offensive football. It's never going to change, is it? This is what it is. All right, so this, this week's Top Gun, I mean, three interceptions. You have to give it to Jordan Whitehead, right? I mean, I, I don't know who else who else would be there. I, I think... If we wanted to give another dark horse candidate for Top Gun this week, Robert Solid deserves a ton yeah, of credit. Absolutely. Robert Solid deserves just an absolute S ton of credit because any other year, any other team, this team just folds, right? They they just they die in the field, like you said at the top of the podcast. They just like there's no energy, there's no juice. But these these guys played hard all game. All game. And whether that's because they were galvanized by Roger's injury or, or what, but playing as a unit to down the bills in week one and to have this team, not only that, but have this team ready to play. I think that's, that's huge. That's huge for him. So uh, Jordan Whitehead, three interceptions two, and all three are pretty, I mean, two on the deep ball that I just don't know what, 
Alan was looking at. And the then third one was nice though. Sitting on third the one was a, yeah, the third one was a good, very good undercut. Yeah, to your point, um, very very nice interception. So, you know, Jordan Whitehead, Robert Sala, I think those are your, uh, this week's top guns. So, all right, let's let's get to some questions here in the chat. So, thank you, viewers. Let's see. Vampiron asks, if they don't trust Zach, where does this QB search end? 2024 NFL draft? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's the reality. That's the reality, man. I mean, if, if Zach doesn't remove head from posterior over the next 16 games, then, I mean, it's, it's, and it's not even a matter of like, he has to be competent. It's a matter of, he has to show you that he has flashes being a top 10 guy, period. And he's not going to be able to do it. I think that's what it comes back. Like, yes, I'm very much hashtag we back Zach. Like I'm a believer in that. Like he's our guy now and we got to support him and hope that he plays well. I just don't think the end game is that he will be the guy. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you think draft? Yeah. You really need to see how the season goes there's maybe a chance you try to spring for a Kirk cousins in free agency. I think that no. route just leads in disaster though. So, no, we'll see. No. I'm we'll very, see. At, at this point, I'm very anti signing any of these guys in free agency. I mean, Kirk cousins doesn't excite me. I, I am absolutely opposed to doing it too. But when you have staffs on the hot seat, they don't always make the optimal decision for longevity. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Uh, question from Herb: Should we pick up Lyle Collins if he's healthy? No. No. If he was healthy, the Bengals don't cut him, right? right. The ba- the Bengals offensive kind of line pump. that got trashed even worse than ours, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, by a very good Browns defense. But no, you you don't. Yep. Uh, Vampiron asks: Would love an athletic rookie quarterback who and. I mean, what are the options, right? I, I asked this in, in scouting on the Discord today. Um, this seems like a pretty – I mean, a lot can change between now and the end of the season, but it seems like a pretty quarterback-heavy draft, a lot of good options. Who excites you the most? Is it a day-two guy? You know, we're not going to have a second-round pick, but is it a day-two guy? Is it a someone who may fall in the first round potentially? Yeah, I mean, you have no idea where these guys are going to stay. I think – Caleb Williams is certainly going to be out of reach as the clear oh, yeah. number one, but right. I think him, maybe Drake may is the clear number two. I, I think that's up in the air and he hasn't started his campaign well, but the rest of the guys, like you said, it's a big, it's a big jumble. I would love to see us break the mold on what we've traditionally done and get away from the more in rhythm pocket passer. Um, and do take a risk on an athletic guy that can create a little bit out of structure and buy himself a couple years to develop a la Jalen Hurts, a la, I guess, even Justin Fields. Um, kind of break our mold and see if we get success there, right? It seems like we've done the same thing over and over and over again, and we keep busting into bust, into bust, into bust, yep. right? Whether it's, you know, there's Michael Penix Jr. out of uh, Washington, He's turning 30 this year, Slice. It's 24. Injuries are the concern there. He's a dude you might be able to fetch later, right? And, yeah, we're not going to have a second. Maybe you move up from the third into the third or in the third to do that. If you're looking end around one, super toolsy guy in Cam Ward at the other Washington University, Washington State. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like that prototype of guy that can has a cannon for an arm, can create – ideally certainly you know they can create out of structure you hope you can teach them to create in within structure and play within structure um but there's a lot of options i'm 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 not a buyer or believer of bo nix certainly not a spencer rattler truther um there's guys i'd avoid but but yeah tbd on all that there's a lot of football to be played i can't believe i can't believe that even with 16 games left at one and oh that I that we just had to bring up this conversation, <laughs> like yeah, no, I know. I really can't believe it, man. It's uh, it's the reality of the situation, ultimately, right? Like, just gonna have to deal with it. So, it is what it is. All right, so let's move on to this week's geek of the week. Um, there's a few options here, a few options. Uh, the the one uh, the one that you sent me earlier, I think was was pretty good. 
It's not explained. Maybe maybe not Twitter than- doctors for the first time ever. They mm-hmm. they somehow got it right. Mm-hmm. They somehow got it right. But yeah, yep. so I I think we highlighted a week or two ago the bar in Green Bay that was covering the tabs of everyone if the Jets lost. Um, there's been a viral tweet going around after Rogers got injured. Folks maybe celebrated a little early and started running up their tabs, expecting a, an obvious Bills win. Not so fast. Not so fast. Geek of the Week fans in, in Green Bay, Packers yep. Nation. Yep. Oh, I hope that tab sat well with you. Yep. And good on that. <laughs> not Geek of the Week is absolutely not that bar because they made a ton of money. Yep. <laughs> Let's say the other geek of the week is the guy who left the nasty review on our podcast on Apple podcasts, which I didn't appreciate very much. I'm going to read it. Uh, One star review. I can't believe it. One star review. This podcast, this podcast, one star review, Uh, just bad, not knowledgeable at all. It feels like Sliz gets paid for every time he can say, right. It makes him sound like a stoner idiot before what he says confirms it. Do you have any, you have any comment on, on this from Vinny Vitti? In the coach, in the words of Coach Sala, if you ain't got pop haters, you ain't popping. Almost, oh I almost tripped it up, man. You I did trip it. That's why we have a one. That's why we have. That's why we have a one star review. That's why we have a one star review because stuff like that. But uh, uh, we always appreciate our five star reviews. So please, you know, leave us a rating uh, where applicable. All right, so let's move on. Let's look at the flight plan. Um, so the Jets got travel to Dallas in week two. Tough and matchup, man. Brutal, tough. brutal matchup. About Listen, as bad a draw as you'd want right now. They put an absolute ass whooping on the Giants. And just an absolute ass, like top to bottom, man. And, and if Rodgers didn't get hurt, I, I just don't know if you're a Giants fan, how you would live with yourself this week. Um, Because I, I just like... It, Rogers getting hurt, I feel terrible. If I were a Giants fan, I'd probably feel worse with the way that they should have. Because not only did that game end 40 nothing, and it was just, they were outplayed. It's so apparent, and I've been saying this, Liz. I've been saying it. It is so apparent that the talent gap between the Giants and the Eagles and the Cowboys is still super wide. It's massive. And I, I had to sit here for months and listen to these people kiss Joe Shane's feet because he signed Paris Campbell. Like, because he he traded a traded a mid-round pay for Darren Waller. Because he he tra- he drafted Jalen Hyatt. Like, I had to Gabe, sit here and listen four, to this. 40 like, million QB, right? Listen, 40 million dollar QB. 160 baby. million dollars for Daniel Jones. Like, and not only that, but let, let's think of some of the signings that Joe Shane made, some of the extensions he gave out. And I know he hasn't been on the job super long, but Dexter Lawrence, Dave Gettleman guy. Daniel Jones, Dave Gettleman guy. Saquon Barkley, Dave Gettleman guy. Like, hey, you know, and, and again, I know he know hasn't been on the job long. Gettleman guy is Evan Neal. Don't, Joe catch, Shane guy. Catch up with Joe Shane guy. My, he was pulling my receipts on Evan Neal, man. We mm-hmm. we all we all have bad evals. It's, yep. it's the process, man. But yep. yeah, all, he, he has looked disastrous. Absolutely dis- uh, yes, disastrous. Yes. For them. And and listen, like Andrew Thomas looked terrible for the most part his rookie year. And then you get into year two and he was much better, right? Everybody knew it. But now it's like, well, Evan Neal looked terrible for the duration of his rookie year. So this is the second year. It's like now, now what? Right. Not to mention Kayvon Thibodeau. Pretty invisible. Pretty invisible. And you know, listen, I was one of the guys who's pounding the table for Thibodeau, but it just looks like he doesn't have a motor sometimes out there. And that's scary for a guy that you draft a number, what, number four overall. So yeah. it's like, I don't know. But um, we get the Giants later in the season, which is now a whole hell of a lot more interesting than the game with Zach Wilson. But get the we get the Cowboys this weekend. Any hope for this game, Sliss? And I, I asked that about Buffalo last year, and we ended up winning. But any hope for this game whatsoever? It's going to be tough. Um <laughs> I do think defensively, I, I'm I'm not overly scared of what the Cowboys are doing on offense. I think we can I think we can hang on that side of the ball. It's what what the heck are we gonna do to stop Micah Parsons from taking Zach's head off? <laughs> right. That that's gonna be the big thing there. That 
I don't think we're going to have a ton of juice on the outside to get away from their corner duo, right? Diggs and Gilmore is, is probably better than what we faced yesterday uh, in terms of, of corner duo. So that worries you a little bit. It's kind of what can we do in the, what, what can we do in the run game to keep us out of the chains and get some points on the board, right? Yep. Can you turn over Dak once or twice who, um, despite the blowout looked fine, I guess, wasn't overly efficient, didn't do much, didn't have to do much. Um, yeah, but I think there's, there's a sliver of hope. Uh, I do think it's a tough matchup though. And going against that defense right now, doesn't make you feel great. Just don't get embarrassed. Like that's all I ask, you know, like th- this team losing Rogers sucks. Right. But th- there's no reason that losing Rogers means that you should be non-competitive now, especially with this defense. Like, yeah zero reason zero reason for it and like you said offensively i don't i'm not overly worried about what the cowboys do i'm just not like tony pollard had a pretty good game but again unspectacular um cd lamb's good receiver they added brandon cooks who i think is a really good fit for them uh but i mean they don't it's not flashy there's nothing overly exciting about it so yeah they should be able to hang with the offense what does your offense give you that's the scary part, you know, when it's a total unknown, total unknown. Yeah, yeah we don't, unknown. we don't, we don't know. And what we do know isn't very good. So Michael Parsons is a total freak, man. Yeah. He's, he's just an absolute freak. Absolute freak. I wish he had a guy like that. We might, we might, might emerge, might emerge. Google. Wow. After, after dooming for the last 24 hours, we can beat the Cowboys. Googleplex positivity, baby. I love it. I love it. Hey, week, love one's, it. week one's weird. Maybe the Cowboys are always weird. high. I mean, week two duds have happened. Week two. On to week two already. Wow, how quick it went. All right, so let's, let's bring it in for a landing. This is a landing strip. Anything on your mind? Terrible Dude, 24 hours. I was, I was thinking about this earlier, washing some dishes. I was like, man, what am I going to say on landing strip? It feels like it feels like I've been in a fever dream the past 24 hours, man, just <laughs> wrapping my head around everything after all the off-season hype, after, after everything. Man, I don't even know what I'm doing in life right now. So <laughs> I, I just say, I, I'm just going to echo what you said in the open. You're like, don't let this this occurrence that you as a fan have no impact on, right? You have, you have no impact on this injury, anything about it. You really don't. People want to want to say they have impact on the game. If you go, this, you, you don't have that big of an impact. <laughs> if you're a fan of the same, sorry, sorry to break it to you, but don't, don't let it ruin your, your whole season. If it's that big of a deal, unplug, disconnect. It's okay to go do other stuff, man. Yep. That's that's all I'm gonna say. It's it's okay to to get a mental refresh. Yeah. Check in, check the check the score, see how it's going. If it's in the third quarter and Zach has two interceptions, just go about your day. Don't get mad. Yeah. It's ex- I mean, you should expect it at this point, right? <laughs> listen, this is a great time of year to go do other things, right? Like, and that's fine. Like you don't have to watch football all day. Like you don't have to watch Jets football at that. You know, it's, no one's no one's making you do it. No one's telling you how to fan. It's fine. I know Sliz wants to quit the podcast. That's what Zingy said today. Hey, we got we got a little over a month till uh, the next set of sports go around, right? The the Mets made a good hire, I think. I don't know much about baseball. The Mets Mets are moving moving mountains. So David David Mets. Stearns and Zach Wilson, your saviors of New York New York sports. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Hey, I, I'm uh we're we're on to the New Jersey Devils. That's all I'm saying. No. Building, the, um, building the dynasty. Let's say this for my landing strip thought. I have no, I have no, there's no Jets fans in my class this semester. I have really, I had none. I, I, it's always like small classes. I have like 10 students, but I have like some Giants fans, which was fun to gloat on Monday. Um, there's a cow, there's a, a Patriot. I have a Patriots fan in class. Mm. I have, you know, if you, it's very strange mix, very strange mix of, of students this semester. And, I got for the first time ever. I asked, "What's your favorite sport?" Three of them, hockey, which is oh, like yeah. shocking to me. Like yeah. I never hear that. So, um, cool, very cool. So I played more Starfield. Okay, I, I'm enjoying Starfield. I see the complaints about the game. I, I certainly do. It feels very linear for it to for it to be a Bethesda title. 
it feels very, I don't want to say constrained because that's not the truth, but it feels very much like the thing about having multiple planets is that it doesn't feel like one world and you're always fast traveling. So that's a big complaint. I guess it's a sizable complaint I have. It's still enjoyable. It's fine. It's cool. It does have definite fallout vibes to it. So there's that, but um, Starfield, yeah, enjoyable, solid so far, seven and a half out of 10. Not quite what I expected it to be. Still, still pretty good though. You excited for pumpkin spice latte season? No, no. Although, so I'm not a coffee drinker at all. So, so PSLs have nothing on me, but there, I saw Starbucks was advertising like a pumpkin spice chai latte, which had, had my interest peaked until I looked at like the nutrition on it, dude. dude. No way. That's all fake. Dude, nothing. <laughs> no There's way. nothing real in that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'll, it's pure I'll, sugar. Uh, I'll just I'll just stick to I'll stick to what I do. Just a pure little, sugar. Just yeah, just a cup of black tea in the morning. I'm good. That's it. That's all you need. Uh, all right, I don't let's... need a, I don't need a hundred grams of sugar in my morning beverage. Oh no, you don't. <laughs> Nobody does. That's, but that's why America's fat, right? All right, let's bring it over to Salad Salad Faces Poetry Corner before we close it out. Monday, the fall of a dream, as Rogers will not lead this team, but on an unlikely win, inspired hope within a fan base that always bleeds green. It's a pretty good salad face. You picked the inspirational one. There are some, yeah. uh, there are some way more doomer edits of, uh, that's, that's the one that race. he sent me personally, like on okay. the side. So like, I want it to be, I want okay. it to be, you know, it's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. One more time. One more time. Monday, the fall of a dream as Rogers will not lead this team, but an unlikely win inspired hope within a fan base that always bleeds green. That's good. The, good job, the, the team isn't going to quit. We'll see what nope. happens, man. Weird the fans shouldn't happen. The fans shouldn't quit either. Fans shouldn't quit either. That's what it comes down to. Ah, but that'll do it for this episode of Jet Fuel, the Jets Discord podcast. Obviously, you already found us, but you can continue to find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Pandora. Please leave us a five-star review and a nice five-star review, if you don't mind, would be greatly appreciated. And now we're live on Tuesday nights at youtube.com slash at Jet Fuel Podcast. Please join the chat. We have a lot of fun. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Rivera SNs. You can find... How many times have I done this and I screwed up? <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Joe Rivera SN. You can find the podcast on Twitter at Jet Fuel Podcast. Sliz, where can the people find you on Twitter? Yep, at Sliz underscore NYJ. You can always send us an email at jetfueldiscordpodcast at gmail.com. And Sliz, how can the people join the Discord? Discord.gg slash NYJets. So this time of year, we're doing certainly the, the weekly PFF score breakdown, grabbing clips, laughing at Justin Fields, the usual. <laughs> the usual. <laughs> Scouting is a little early. Yeah, yeah, we're we're yeah we're we are once again cracking open the quarterback film in, in the college <laughs> ranks. So sad, sad that it's gotten to this point, but <laughs> it is what it is, man. That's football. We'll be here. I'll be here at least. I'll oh be yeah, here. we'll be here. Uh, but that'll do it for this episode of Jet Fuel for Matt Salard. I am Joe Rivera, reminding you you can't take flight without jet fuel.